0: Hey everyone, Zach here. I just want to make a quick correction to this week's episode. At one point, Zenger will bring up E-Bombs World, and it pretty much derails the entire episode. Um, I start freaking out at this, but actually, in doing more research, I wasn't thinking of E-Bombs World. I was thinking of YTMND.com. Yes, how can I confuse YTMND with E-Bombs World? What a novice. But... There is a name that we will mention many times during this podcast episode that I still do not want you to Google, but if you're interested in knowing the background of this character who I still do not recommend you Google, check the link in the show notes to know more about them from a safe source. And on with the show. One, two,
1: three, four. In this
0: podcast, you will be hear Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader includes, but it's not led to talk of Star Wars. We can't truly prepare
1: for the joke that follows this song, but hey, we give it a try, so here's the Knights of
0: Vader. Crystal Fox reports they are divided. For equals, equal, sequel, and love they fight. I know that we are just musicians hired, and their time is up, so here's the Knights of Vader. Impressive! Most impressive. A big thank you to Anisperiority Complex providing our theme song. It is January 30th, 2019. My name is Zach Weber, and we still don't have an episode 9
1: title. So
0: until then, Zenger, what are we going to be talking about today?
1: I fear we will not be able to staff this battle station for Saturday. One, right? (laughs) Sorry, I have Ellie yelling in the background, collecting ponies. I hate what? it when that happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Cold <laughs> open really to the podcast. Make the show, now that... <laughs> i
1: make it better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Cold open and ruining the podcast. We are o for 2, and we're not even 60 seconds into this. Okay. Like Zenger a bunk was saying. gets on
1: base. Always remember that. Yes. Unless it doesn't.
0: <laughs> yes. we are. T- uh, for those of you who might not have gotten Zenger's quote, we are talking about Chad Vader which was a web series in the early days of
1: YouTube.
0: Zenger, do you want to explain Chad Vader to our audience?
1: Yes, I actually do because I think this was mentioned a few. Was this on an actual episode? or Did we just talk about it off air?
0: Uh, I think we mentioned the fact uh, that Chad Vader has a connection to uh, Star Wars. Pro- well, Star Wars proper, as of then. oh no,
1: I meant the, the the monthly doing a parody, like discussing a parody thing.
0: Oh, no! I, I, I guess not. I guess we didn't bring that up.
1: Yeah. We, we wanted to, um, since there's so many Star Wars parodies and there's so much stuff, like internet video, stuff like that, not so much this day with the internet video stuff, but uh, between Family Guy, Robot Chicken, numerous internet videos, um, tons of homages and other stuff, we thought it would be good to kind of maybe once a month, if we need an episode idea, and right now, since we're just sort of twiddling our thumbs until possibly Sunday... It's my guess well possibly Sunday as in Super Bowl Sunday though this will be in the past for you listening pa- to this where the
0: where where the Patriots win <laughs> Ugh,
1: no I will be proven wrong anyways that will probably I, my guess is that's when we'll we'll find out with with like a trailer and everything
0: Uh no we're not getting no trailer until we might get like an announcement video that's like thirty seconds long but we aren't we aren't getting a trailer until celebration. That right. I, I I am ninety nine percent certain of that.
1: I say a teaser. No way.
0: There's no. You're not going to spend. There's too much other crap. They got market Captain Marvel, and uh, End Game, and Aladdin, and Dumbo. They ain't spending marketing dollars on something that doesn't come out until December.
1: You you think they might have learned their lesson of don't of not marketing a Star Wars movie? But who knows? We'll find out. Anyways, so we decided to take a look at different parodies and. Due to my hectic schedule this week and us kind of still waiting on that whole episode 9 reveal, my last minute audible, yes, football reference, um, was to go back and watch season 1 of Chad Vader. This has aged like a fine wine that was not left anywhere it should have been. Not out (laughs) in the sun, mind you, but kind of in the back of a cupboard somewhere. Like it's like a oh, that's nice, but not like stored in like a wine cellar or anything fancy. It's something that and I feel like I mean, this will come up later that I feel like the humor of this is the Star Wars character existing in the rules of the Star Wars universe while everyone else exists in the real world rules. Well, okay. Kind of
0: all right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, just, I can give a little bit more of a backstory on Chad Vader. Oh, um, that. Oh, I,
1: I got to do that. OK. Um, no,
0: no, no, not, no. Not <laughs> you, no, you did. No, no. I, it's just um, it's weird because Zenger brought this up, Chad Vader. I haven't really thought about Chad Vader except for the future. Anytime someone says Chad Vader, I automatically think of the fact that they used Matt Sloan, who provided the voice of Chad Vader, if I'm correct. Yeah, Matt, it's Matt Sloan I know Yondu does the Aaron Yondu portrays Chad Vader, but it's Matt Sloan does the voice. That Matt Sloan will go on to uh, voice Vader in The Force Unleashed and Soul Calibur Four, which <laughs> is what who, what we
1: talked about last week.
0: And uh, its sequel.
1: The Force Unleashed 2 as well.
0: Yeah, that, yeah. I think that's interesting that <laughs> I guess they're a lot cheaper than James Earl Jones.
1: But a lot.
0: Yeah, Lucas loved to cut corners when it came to the budget, but uh, no. So like when Zenger brought this up, Chad Vader, I had not watched Chad Vader since I want to say like the fall of 2006. So like we're talking about like the birth of YouTube, when like you, like YouTube really wasn't the thing it is now, which is kind of hard to believe. it's kind of hard to imagine a world without YouTube. And that really, this was one of the, again, I know I always talk about my affinity for troops, the Stormtrooper parody, but this this was really one of those first ones mm-hmm. that kind of, oh god, gave me the, the, the prototype of what to expect from a Star Wars parody. Because up until then, I really, like there was, I remember, oh god, back during the MySpace era... I watched some like fan crap, which was entertaining. There's been Star Wars spoofs prior to, I'm sorry, Star Wars fan spoofs prior to YouTube, but YouTube definitely gave a much larger platform to these things, other than being circulated like fan conventions on like VHS tapes and like DVD-Rs.
1: So this originally, according to the release date of the thing I got, it says that the original. A Galaxy Not-So-Far-Away episode, which is 4 minutes and 46 seconds, was released on February 22nd of 2006. And it was originally launched on Channel channel 101. My favorite channel. Yes. Also, this would later, of course, be on, as we said, YouTube. It also found a home. Oh, my gosh. I scrolled away from where. Okay. It also found a home on Blip, which... Was founded the highlights that it was founded in May of 2005. Oh my god, it says I can read more, I don't care. To. Um, <laughs> there's it was also, of course, on YouTube where everyone probably watched it and will watch it. Uh, it was also uploaded to Ustream, which is now the IBM Cloud Video. <laughs> okay, that and apparently was on Hulu as well. Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess. And ran, um, original series ran from, and this doesn't make sense because it contradicts its dates, June 2000, June 25th of 2016 to December 11th of 2012. According to this, it says that it ran till December of 2011. Whatever. What? I don't know backstory on
0: chad vader what chad vader basically is if you've never seen it before is that imagine darth vader if he was the manager of a grocery store that's essentially that's the that, that's the plot of the series i remember watching this for the first time back during the fall of 2006 and i think i watched the first two episodes of season one obviously the the latter seasons hadn't been uh,
1: aired yet or even produced i didn't even know they made latter seasons when i said this as an idea Oh, really? You didn't know that? No, I did not, so I was pleasantly surprised, and now I've got something to watch later.
0: <laughs> well, I, I was a
1: few... Oh, God. I turned this you. into a full series. Oh, God, no.
0: When I originally like, watched this in 2006, I, I thought it was cute. The novelty of it was nifty Chad Vader. It was one of those things that, like, when I was a freshman in high school, kind of got, like, passed around in my circles. Like, oh, look, there's a... The, the chad vader parody and i remember watching the first two episodes and i wasn't it was like oh it's cute there's a novelty factor to this but like after two episodes i'm like this is like how much more can they pull from this it, it feels like it's a great like five minute video but as i watched because zenger told me he wanted to do season one and as i was watching it i really i have to say i was impressed with it I don't want to say it's too clever, but it's not... I think the, when it comes to any parody, I think the hardest thing is to not be stupid. And even though this does have its dumb moments, mm-hmm. it's not just stupidity.
1: It is. It isn't. I. Th- there's a lot of clever wording. There's a lot of clever homages. I mean, it's it's, it's a Star Wars parody, first and foremost. Like, like I said, the, the, the humor that I always laughed at was the the vader in the mundane situation in the he can use the force he can do all this stuff but he's in the real world where just kind of just no one even bats an eye that that he can do that most of the time
0: but the thing i have to say with this though is when you make a star wars parody or anything like that you want to usually lean on or use as a crutch the star warsy things the most like the force A lightsaber and yes we do see the lightsaber and he uses the force in this chad vader it's i guess it was a combination of they didn't have the money for the effects for it to constantly be having him using his lightsaber and to be pulling grocery store items across the place and i think they realized that they couldn't build everything around that so there's more of a reliance on humor and just the the situational comedy of it all i couldn't help but get a office a u.s the office vibe from this
1: and this was prior to the office
0: no this was this was probably the office started i think in 2005 and this was probably filmed early 2006 so you're dealing with about probably half a season's worth of the steve
1: carell office 2005 yep you are correct
0: yeah that was that's the vibe i get from this it but uh for the record i absolutely despise loathe uh, have utter contempt for the office. That oh, oh no, wait, right. we
1: we we can speak freely about the office. Yes. Oh, I watched the entire series. Have no interest in ever going back and watching a single episode. And Michael Scott is like too functionally inept to be a character. I'm sorry. It just he did. I think what dawned on me at one point was he's too. Uh, He's too incompetent to function as a human. I know the whole joke of your boss is an idiot. Or how do people get promoted who don't know what the hell they're doing? He became, like, so incompetent that it's like, how does this person live? And that's what took me out of it a lot. I remember getting mad when they took Seinfeld off of, like, syndication on my
0: local Fox affiliate for the office and being this screaming.
1: They they took Seinfeld off for... Yeah, it was like I remember. It was like during the
0: fall of 2009, they took the the, the Seinfeld syndication off for The Office, and I was just being furious. I, I would have wrote a letter to my congressman.
1: <laughs> I would have unsubscribed and left zero stars if I could. Much like uh, people who are probably listening to this episode, going, "I'm done."
0: Yeah, it's funny. I I, I realized they don't they f- don't
1: like The Office. I'm done. We're five weeks
0: into the new year, and I think we've spent more time on fan projects. Than we've had like actual like st- concrete Star Wars E topics. But no, going back to Chad Vader, is that I think that is part of the cleverness of this, is that they like when uh, Yondu and Sloan were working on this, they realized, oh, we can't just have this be like the low-hanging fruit of Star Wars jokes. We can't have him like, I don't know. We can have very like there could like, I'm I'm surprised there was no scene in this where we see him like opening, like breaking down boxes, and he has he's using his lightsaber to do it. I'm like I'm surprised. I, I, there's just so little of that. Like the lightsaber is just more of like a prop, a comedy prop, than it is like any sort of oh god thing to make him look cool. Yeah. Like it's there. Like I guess there are moments when it's there. I'm not. That's not to say that they don't use it at all, but. It, that's the sort of thing that i appreciate it is it's the idea like again I, I don't know all the characters off the top of my head but you have the the attractive woman you have the dweeby guy that becomes his apprentice that wears the uh the outer part of vader's helmet that goes around and i think that's the i don't know Zenger. i don't know, Zinger, I don't know how, you've probably watched a lot more star wars parodies than i have
1: yes i have i have a list what we're going to be doing Zach's going to hate me. But I think. Because I'm that's... not even going to dredge up like the the um, robot chicken or, you know, space balls yet. I'll save those. People are expecting that. Is there anyone know a mind blowing fact? Oh, my God. He's going to say he's never seen space balls. I've never seen space balls. God damn it.
0: <laughs> never seen space balls. And I really have no interest to other than we'll probably end up talking about it sometime this Next year.
1: Next week on Knights of Vader. <laughs> no no
0: parody i guess i should say that like we're probably gonna do the parody or fan creation thing probably once a month so between robot chicken family guy uh we'll probably There's get Sith to apprentice
1: Sith. which is another youtube thing that um i i watched the other day and who early youtube was fun oh god early youtube Ugh. Hey, folks, if you want to see early YouTube ads finest,
0: type Tartman into YouTube and you can find Zach and his friend doing something really
1: dumb in the early two thousand in the mid 2000s. Um, see, I was smart and kept all my stuff on DVD at home.
0: <laughs> no, I put it all on YouTube and there's a bunch of videos on my account that are, are private, but they're there. Anyway, Chad Vader. That's the thing I like about this is that it doesn't, like, when you, again, Star Wars, I think we talked about it during our uh, Shards of the Past episode. That when you think of, like, a Star Wars fan creation that's, that's video based, you think of a bunch of nerds in the woods fighting with toy lightsabers. And the part of this that makes me wonder is. When Yondu and Sloan started this And the fact that obviously they filmed this At a, a real grocery store I think it's uh it's something something Wisconsin Co-op is the name of the Do I have official to have place. all
1: the information? Yes, no I,
0: Go ahead Zanger, tell what's the what's the real name of the grocery store? Willie Street Cooperative There we go In and,
1: Madison, Wisconsin See I got part of it right Which is currently frozen <laughs>
0: yes uh if you're listening to this uh we're recording this during the uh uh, what are they calling it zenger the uh
1: polar vortex
0: i was gonna say the hoth vortex but
1: oh yeah there's a lot of memes so many i hope you know everybody when you when we were recording this we're
0: recording it in a dead tauntaun before we record this (laughs) i had to bring the recording equipment slice open the tauntaun belly and we're very tightly nestled inside the tauntaun as we record this so if you hear the audio so good <laughs> Ignore the squishing sounds. That's just a byproduct of the entire uh experience. Hey, maybe that's an idea for a ride at Disney's Galaxy Edge. Oh god. Sleep inside the Tauntaun. <sighs> <laughs> okay, folks, that's worth four grand a night, isn't it? That's an appreciate out to the Disney Hotels or the Star Wars Hotel in Florida. That's what one of the like accommodations is gonna be. Sleep inside the dead Tauntaun. uh and then when the uh, the poor cast member has to come in and clean it after like the people have been in there, it says, "Oh, and I thought they smelled bad on the outside." Come on, Sanger, do it for me. Ba da ba ba da ba. I don't. Uh, <laughs> oh man, so much. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I didn't
1: yeah. try the exhausted sigh at the end, but it worked. It worked all the same.
0: So. Okay, I feel like I've said this a couple times now. So, Zanger, what, what makes Chad Vader resonate with you?
1: It was like the early internet. Like, I remember the early internet. Back in, oh my god, I didn't want to do this, but it's Back solo- in my day! Back in my day, there was like E-Bombs World and a ton of other random <gasps> crap on the internet.
0: Oh, okay, everybody, we're pausing the Star Wars podcast. We're talking about E-Bombs World for the next hour. Go, Zanger, talk about E-Bomb's world. Tell every, enlightened people as to what that was.
1: It was, like, the place you were on the internet that you weren't supposed to go when you were a teenager. Uh-huh. Sort of thing. Yep. Had a ton of videos. and It, it was like YouTube, when YouTube was kind of, no, this had to have been before YouTube. Oh, it was definitely before YouTube. Because I was like, that's where I watched a lot of the videos and stuff that I, like, liked. Like, um like the world's strongest video to where it was a ton of people. It was um, that song thing where it had all the like heroes and stuff fighting. No idea, but that sounds like something that would be on e-bombs world. It's, it's a very stupid and yes, I'm sure Zach is trying to get me to say something that it was, yeah, not probably safe for work ever. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, okay. okay Zenger's not doing Yvonne's Worlds justice. Was I don't
1: want to do that I, wa- justice. I
0: want to do it justice because I have not heard that name. I, I feel like Obi-Wan Kenobi. That is a name I haven't heard <laughs> in a long time. So, okay, folks. Okay, this is gonna be this is gonna be like last week's episode where Zanger and I go off on a tangent about uh Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It's Yvonne's World was essentially like a combination of YouTube, YouTube poop, and like Flash memes, like like flash animated memes. It was flash anime
1: memes hadn't existed yet.
0: Yeah, like uh, but th- essentially that's what it was in modern day speak. And I remember like there be like you could type anything in, anything and you would get some sort of meme for it. I know. Okay, I might as much as I complain about Red Letter Media, I know there's one in one of their earlier videos. They actually go on to E bombs world. And they like go looking for like Star Wars stuff. And I guess, I I don't know what happened to e World. I don't even know if it's still around or if it's even like a, a broken shadow. I don't feel like getting my,
1: getting my computer a virus, so I will <laughs> yes. not type in.
0: Speaking of which, I remember before, <laughs> <laughs> before E-Bombs World, I remember there was another site whose name I'm not going to say on here, but was very similar. And I remember I used to go to it a lot for like, memes and videos before youtube and like three or four years ago i remembered it i'm like oh wow i wonder if that site is still like that sort of thing and like kind of like an underground youtube and i went looked to it and it was a virus site a lot of those early like uh, comedy underground video sites that that were kind of like borderline not safe for work are now like virus hubs. It's kind of like if you watch like, an old VHS video from like the '80s or early '90s It has like a one eight hundred number in front of it, you like type it huh. in. You, you dial-
1: Interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm on E-Bombs World and they have a thing that says twenty three popular websites that have changed drastically over time. <laughs> That's ironic. It, it's basically a clickbait site now. Oh, that's Do they even shame. have anything else on here anymore? Probably not. If i had to guess. Oh, they have gaming. It's it's just like I, I don't feel like going on 4chan. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I guess that's another way of explaining it.
0: <laughs> I guess it's, I guess it was uh, like a like a a poor man's 4chan. I guess that, I guess is another way of looking at. This it. This
1: is where memes come from.
0: I guess it was like, I, I God. it was like the the evolutionary steps of memes,
1: yeah. this was this is proto memes. Like this is like organism coming out of the ooze, like like coming out of the ocean and just sprouting legs and learning to walk. That's ebom's world. yeah, is the internet's first steps into being a meme? Even though I say to this day, the internet's first steps to being a meme, and just the, the the truest thing that showed what the future of the internet would be is Freakazoid. Okay, we're not getting into that. I, I had to draw a line
0: somewhere on tape. No,
1: it, you prove me wrong. If someone was able to download the entirety of the internet, which is Freakazoid's power, you'd just be a meme factory in a constant gargling mess of nonsense. Not and if you're doing that. the not safe for work part, it'd just all be porn. <laughs> yeah, that part can get behind <laughs> oh god
0: but um with e-bombs world you really couldn't find anything on there if you looked hard enough like i said i if i'll try to insert that red letter media clip oh god e-bombs world
1: like, one i guess you weren't
0: expecting this no i was not no because the problem is i have a very specific memory of what i have tied to e world but i'm pretty sure if i say what it is in regards to this podcast do you remember this okay somewhere rob will be peeing himself laughing if he's listening to this do you remember brian peppers as a meme like during like the like the late two thousand, like the mid to late 2000s
1: why does that sound vaguely familiar
0: i don't want you to type it in so we're gonna let this go right now okay okay because you will get a virus if you type that name into google that's my kind of my main memory of e-bombs world because i again as people who are on this podcast and you really know on cinemates my friend sal from a uh, high school he was uh he was big on the things like this he's the one who introduced me to e-bombs world and that's kind of the main thing i have associated with that and uh if zenger if zenger does type into google and sees what I'm, what that's referencing he'll definitely get why i associate with e-bombs world
1: what's it again
0: brian peppers it's either brian pepper or brian peppers Okay, the type, the, the keyboard is slow typing. Just making no sudden what moves. What the is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Zenger. What kind of palate cleanser do you have now for do you for us to get that that taste washed out of our mouths?
1: Uh, you got any Tide Pods? <laughs> Zenger,
0: that's what the kids nowadays. Think about it, That's what the kids nowadays do on YouTube for internet celebrity. Back on E Bomb's world, you used create a weird flash animation.
1: There was a lot of weird flash animations. Anyways, so anyway, Chad Vader. Zenger, no, why I, do you I, like I, Chad Vader? No, it's just, it was just one of the like the first, like, oh my gosh, it's someone in a Chad Vader. It just r- reminds me of like being on the proto internet. Technically, it even wasn't then. It was like the the being new to the Internet and finding like, oh, my gosh, Star Wars stuff. It's not the movies. This is cool. There's a guy walking around in a Vader outfit. This is funny. Well, my question is, when it comes to Chad Vader, what do you think came first?
0: Their idea to have Darth Vader in a conventional, uh, boring, quote unquote, setting or somebody knew somebody at the grocery store and said, we can film here at night. What do you think came first?
1: That's a good question because a lot of these like videos of how people got started and all this stuff like they're really weird and really like obscure, like how it, stuff came to be.
0: That's you what see, I mean, though, because like okay, if it
1: says anywhere.
0: Well, I looked for it and I couldn't find anything.
1: But maybe you'll look because
0: as I was watching this, and I, again, obviously it's like what 480p
1: quality. Oh, maybe even that.
0: Yeah, maybe even that because it's been transferred a couple of times. And I was looking at the Chad, the Darth Vader, Chad Vader costume. It, it's a really good costume.
1: For the, like this, for the time and place, yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. We need Force Ghost Jim to uh, validate it if it would be 501st certified. But I, for the time, yes, it's very well done. And I was watching this because that must have cost them a few hundred dollars. Like, like we're talking like at least probably eight hundred to things, thousand
1: dollars. Someone had it. Just someone had it, and they were like, "Let's." Even though there's different for there's different like bits and pieces of it later to where it's kind of they, they they utilize they they, 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 they they utilize it for him being in the different I mean the different jobs he's in, where he's got like I, I very, very like the half tie, he has. Oh yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, the, he the, gets fired from the
1: the, the, the half tie, and then when he's um, he's like in like a dress suit, but he still has the chest respirator. He still has the armor up top. He still like he has pieces of his costume still like sticking out of like regular clothing.
0: Yes, but okay, but going. Back, I want to get to that, but uh, the point we originally addressed was the fact that the costume. I don't think they just had the costume because that cuz i remember back during the mid 2000s for halloween of 2005 which was the last year i ever trick or treated i went as darth vader and i remember looking that that holiday season for a vader costume i remember that like there was only like two costumes you could get that were darth vader you could get like the off the rack 39.99 one that was available at spirit halloween party city or there was like the rubies special edition that was like a thousand dollars and obviously this is not one of those off the rack costumes it's essentially like a giant onesie this is like again a few hundred dollar if not a thousand dollar costume and i don't think it's just something they had laying around because if you look uh aaron chest yondu, lights up well too. i, I didn't p- i didn't even pick up on that but if you look yeah. at it that costume fits aaron yondu really well and I don't think, if this thing was just laying around, that this was just, oh, let's just do this. I think what it was is that somebody either had the idea for this, or they got access to the grocery store and figured, let's pump $1,000 into this, and let's see where it goes. Because back, to, again, I I, I I don't think we have a lot of youngins listening to this podcast, but this was a time when you couldn't make money off youtube or internet videos there was no profiting off this there wasn't this uh, uh cpm where you have people uploading things to youtube and they're making seven or eight dollars off every thousand views they get so like if you made this you were more i know I, zenger knows probably has the uh, wikipedia page pulled up in front of him was that Aaron Yandu and Matt Sloan did this basically for, like, awards attention. I know they won a bunch of awards from, like, mm-hmm. Lucasfilm and different other festivals for, like, I mean, it did fantasies. pay
1: off because, of course, Matt Sloan did get to voice Vader in several video games.
0: Yes, they did profit on it years down the line. But I think initially it was just, let's just, like, isn't wouldn't this be a fun idea? And I think there's something pure to that. Like nowadays, like there are so many Star Wars things that are like trying to make money off Star Wars. Like as we all know, YouTube being the bizarre of hatred of Star Wars, venting their ire and yet collecting thousands of dollars for it. Like that's oh my lord, that's the kind of issue you have now with fandoms, quote unquote, is that it's become profitable to be a a zealot. And back during, like, yes, there were people that were zealous or overzealous in the mid 2000s on the internet about things like Star Wars and every other entertainment property out there. But there really wasn't a way to make money on it. Like, if you were disgruntled about the prequels, you were commenting in the Rebel Scum forums. Because you were disgruntled about Star Wars. You weren't doing it because you either wanted to be a part of the hate mob. Or because if you uh, stoked a fire, you were going to collect a nice paycheck at the end of it. And I I miss that. Like Maybe this is one of those things where people say, oh man, I wish we could go back to the good old days. But it does feel that way, way where things felt a little more genuine And not as disingenuous as it is now, where, like I've said before, like you look at certain YouTube channels, and they never talked about Star Wars prior to December 2017. And then once it became fashionable and profitable to hate Star Wars, it was like, okay, let's jump on this bad bandwagon. And yes, you do have other Star Wars channels that have sprung up since the... The Force Awakens. They're trying to profit off Star Wars for being overzealous in a positive way. You know those, even though those are more few and far between. But that's one thing I really, I, I feel Chad Vader should be commended for. And I guess this gets to another issue, and we're don't, we're gonna get back to the fact with Vader or Chad Vader and his half tie. I haven't forgotten about that. But that's one thing I want to ask Sanger is that like, like I, Rob and I talked about this with Thumb Wars, but. Do people even know this exists? Like in the collective Star Wars fan base, like if if you go to Celebration, would this be a thing people would like? I know some people would be like, oh, but do you think anybody under the age of like 25
1: knows what this is? I don't think anyone like my age. I guarantee I could ask a few people and they'd be like, what are you talking about? Also, spoiler alert, George Lucas appears in the final episode of the final season. Really? Yes, he appears as the director of the entire thing.
0: Oh, wow. Who'd have thunk? And you said the end, this ended in 2012?
1: According to this, this particular episode was published December 18, 2012. Uh, season 4 DVD available now. You know what I think is so funny
0: about this? was that I like to imagine that, like... Lucas had like on his day book for the day he had to do this, it was like uh ten o'clock, film Chad Vader cameo, one thirty, sell Disney Star Wars. <laughs> 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 he just went from one to the other, stopped like like at like uh, a Taco Bell, got lost and went straight to selling <laughs> No, Bell. no,
1: no, no. He does not go to a Taco Bell, sir. He goes to he goes to the nearest mall and goes to the food court.
0: Oh yes, he gets his uh uh food court noodles lonely noodles oh man george lucas please george lucas alone what an interesting character uh but no I, i i'm not talking about like nerdy people i'm talking about like diehard star wars fans
1: okay let's actually here's a great way to test this hey Listeners of this podcast, do you have any freaking clue what we're talking about? <laughs> yes or no? I like how it the... only counts if you knew about it before. If if you saw the video name and you went, oh sweet, they're finally talking about that. Well, okay. If it's any indicator, the f- like when
0: when when I well for Cinematis and Rob and I were doing uh, Steve Odekirk in the Thumb movies.
1: Oh God! By the way, I was watching um um Enter the Fist. The other day, Ellie oh, oh. shut it off. And I was like, no, we didn't even get to the best part. She she allowed me to get to the credits. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. She's like, I can't do this. And I was like, you didn't get to the best part where they're like sitting there and they're like, oh, he, he walked through the desert. And sometimes he drove. And sometimes he partied with the desert animals. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, that... That line is like the the level of my humor like peaked right at that point. I'm like, this is going <laughs> to be amazing. Oh, God, yeah. If you want to know more about the Steve Kirk
0: films, check out Cinemadies, where we devote an entire month to movies that nobody remembers.
1: I remember them. I've even watched um the Kung Pao movie with the original voice stuff because he actually records different um he aud- he recorded um different audio to dub over his own voice. See Did folks, it-
0: we talked about that on the Cinematis podcast.
1: Yes, and one of my favorite wink, lines wink, from nudge, that. Nudge. One of my favorite lines from that is um there's a point where he goes Big Bombs go Kabang. So me and my friends would say that every now and then to each other. And we would like leave. I,
0: I think this podcast has turned some skin if Rob's listening to this. This has been uh Rob's like
1: furiously banging his keyboard right now because he's so excited. Uh by the way, my friend Rob is probably doing the same thing if he ever listens to the podcast. I'm sorry, we're only, this is a one Rob podcast only. only one Rob's left to listen to this podcast at any given time, Zanger. Okay. By the way, I did post that picture of Grievous and he liked it. <laughs> Good, good. He was he, He's the only one so far, so I'm like, good. He's the only one that gets it.
0: But, okay, that aside, I, when, when we did the Thumb Wars episode on here with Rob.
1: 10% of this will be Chad Vader related.
0: Yeah, no, this all, well, okay, how much do you talk about Chad Vader, really? You gotta you got talk about things, uh, the peripheral stuff with Chad Vader.
1: If we talk just about
0: the, the it's like, we recap the season one, people will be like, oh my lord. I don't have to watch it now. Thank you, guys. No, they wouldn't have to watch because they wouldn't have to listen to this. (laughs) Or they wouldn't want to listen to this. And no, but like when when originally when I asked Rob, can we do Thumb Wars as part of Knights of Vader and not Cinemates? I was like, after we recorded, I was thinking like, oh man, like who's like God? Thumb Wars is such a, I don't want to say antiquated. But I want to say that it's like, oh God, it's like obscure even in in the Star Wars realm. And I was uh, pleasantly surprised how well that did downloads wise. And I know even in our, uh, in the Facebook group. People
1: got confused. That's what I'm chalking it up to.
0: No, I think even like one thing I gotta say that's interesting, like in the Facebook group, Knights of Vader, check it out. It's people were like talking about it and they're like, this is incredibly stupid. (laughs) But I think there is this weird sort of like, um, I can't help but look, I can't help but watch it. It's kind of like the old adage of like, you can't turn your head away from a train wreck.
1: And on that note, don't Google the following name. Yeah, do not Google Brian Pepper.
0: And how <laughs> many times can be? The, you know what? I think this is a first for any Star Wars podcast where the name Brian Pepper has been <laughs> mentioned more than once, maybe even in general reference at all. And But I think that's the sort of thing with Star Wars parodies was that it, it was at a time, a lot of these parodies, and I think Chad Vader was at the tail end of it, where it was before the genuine, like, Internet boom. So, like, if you did want to watch, I I guess, Thumb Wars was on DVD. Um, I think Troops was passed around at fan conventions. A lot of this stuff really was in, like, a... It was like the Star Wars Holiday Special. Like, unless you were in that universe of, like, nerd conventions and being, like, and hanging out with a lot of like-minded people
1: you really were
0: ignorant or being of
1: this stuff. poor or being bored and having to power the internet in front of you.
0: No, but like, okay, but that's, that was
1: that's, my reasoning.
0: But that's the point I'm making though, was Chad Vader's right on the cusp of that on the internet age. It's, it's right there where you have, you, you don't have people. I think about it in 2006, there wasn't a lot of stuff on YouTube. Like it was mostly like people just making dumb, like doing like jackass skits, that's kind of what youtube was there wasn't anything like think about it, like movie trailers weren't on youtube you didn't have re- you really didn't have reviews of anything it really was a no man's land it, it's just it was there was stuff it wasn't like you had um oh god like sneezing panda and tron guy and what's what's what was chocolate it about? The rain. Light- chocolate rain lightsaber lightsaber was it lightsaber kid yeah well, you, you had that sort of stuff but really, it was just like minute-long videos, and that was it. And I was like, okay, again, kind of like a more refined E-bombs world, or there's a couple other ones out there. But it's that's essentially what it was. And Chad Vader was one of these, like kind of like a pioneer in that sense, where there was more structure and production value. Like, you look at Chad Vader... And yes, it's goofy. It's 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 a cute premise, but it's dumb. It's a novelty idea. But there's actual effort here, and that was rare for 2006 era YouTube. That was that was really the, I, I, okay, Zinger, and maybe anybody else in our audience that's aware of this. Was there? Think of anything else, even beyond the realm of Star Wars. Where else on YouTube was was this level of enthusiasm and effort put behind a fan production of something? I can't think of anything.
1: I'm looking up YouTube in 2006. Oh boy, enjoy that.
0: I, we kind of touched upon this a little bit with uh, Vader's Shards of the Pass from, from last, from a couple weeks ago. It was, there's not a lot of fan productions in this sense anymore. And I don't know why. Could it be – I know uh, Star Wars Theory explained in his, a lot of his uh, context videos around this fan film that like with Lucasfilm and just any sort of these IP holders, there, there's this – oh god, a fear of Big Brother in the sense of, oh, I know what happened with Star Trek and the fan film Axanar where you get a little too high production value, there's a little too much money pumping around, and the rights holders get antsy, and maybe that's part of it. It could also be that obviously Chad Vader was produced post Revenge of the Sith, where Star Wars was kind of in a weird place. So Lucasfilm probably was like, you know what, it's keeping the brand alive, so let's just leave well enough alone. And I don't know. Like, and obviously, I, I'm trying to think. Like, Would if, if somebody make a Chad Vader today under the current Disney handling of Star
1: Wars? That's, I think, the summation of a lot of these episodes is you can't do it today. Because you can't have fun with Star Wars. Thanks, Disney.
0: No, I'm going to disagree with you there. (gasps) Because as I was watching this, I've done this before. Again, I do it a lot on Cinematis. I do it on here occasionally. Is that you look back at some of these older things, and as we've seen with today's politically correct culture... If you do one thing wrong, or again, it's funny. We we can't show movies from the from the 30s and 40s because it offends our delicate sensibilities today. And I know in *Thumb Wars*, Rob and I pointed this out. There's like a scene where. Uh, Low ground runner and Obi-Doo Benubi are looking underneath the hologram of Princess Leia's dress, and we're like, there's no way if this got made today that would be allowed to be included because it'd just be like, oh my god, it, so many people's heads would be exploding. But as I watched Chad Vader, I didn't see anything like that. There's nothing raunchy about Chad Vader, there's nothing, uh, uh, He doesn't use any dirty language, he doesn't do anything like that. And I, and that's the weird thing is that other than using some Star Wars musical cues every now and then, I don't see how this couldn't be made today. Like, in all honesty, in the era of the 501st and people like Force Ghost Jim who have these amazing costumes at their disposal. Why couldn't you very easily do something like this? Like I would, I would like not Chad Vader season six or however many seasons they got up to, but I would love to see something like I don't know a day in the life of a Death Trooper or or anything like that. And obviously, it, I guess it, people are in a very weird spot because, like Chad Vader, you couldn't do it for financial gain, as we've learned once again from Star Wars theory, where Disney will come after you if you try to monetize your project, but you think there are enough Star Wars diehard fans now that there would be an incentive to try to be a uh, a pioneer, or I guess a a new age pioneer in the era of Star Wars parodies and spoofs. Do you have any idea why, Zenger, why uh, people wouldn't want to be a trailblazer in this sense?
1: There's the old adage of it's all been done before. There's nothing new under the sun. I think that that's what skinning... To a lot of people now in this day and age of like YouTube is theirs. it's like, I, I d- not saying don't do it. Follow your dream. I mean, come on. I, I uh, years. I mean, I can say years ago now we sit there and it's like, hey, I should do a podcast. And originally it was, hey, I should do a YouTube channel. And before that, it was, hey, I should do a blog. But one of those stuck. And it's cause I kept going with it, so I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying you're never you will never know unless you try. But getting YouTube famous is something that's so astronomically low, and it's kind uh, of
0: a, I I don't know about that. I I but I don't think. But the then issues... again,
1: here's the thing: I'm out of touch with what's popular now on YouTube. Like my kids, my older two. My younger two just watch just whatever pops up, mostly My Little Pony and people opening toys and stuff. But my older two will watch makeup tutorials for hours, and they're like, "Oh, these people like get this stuff sent to them." And it's and I'm like, "Now I'm like, well, what do they do it for a job?" And They're like, "This is their job." And I'm like, "I never imagined that that would be something you could get." I mean, then again, I never imagined talking into a microphone about whatever's on my mind is something that could be a thing too. And that's something that yes, a lot of people do this as a career, not us, but, (laughs) (laughs) but a lot of people.
0: (laughs) Well, I I have some theories about uh, how YouTube does its things. I know like, um,
1: Oh, there's, there's so many weird algorithms, so many weird, like get your stuff on top of, you know, iTunes charts and everything. You have to do it in a certain way, and it has to be, like, it, there's so many ways to maximize that, and it's if you put in time and effort, you can get somewhere as long as you have a decent product on your hand.
0: Well, I, uh, okay, I I have some very, very complex thoughts about how YouTube, how the algorithm works. I think, uh, I, I know I've complained to Rob numerous times because there's one very specific that has a, a relation with something I've done when it comes to my uh, project before. and name drop. Hit, Nope, not name dropping this one. Oh. And nope, nope, not even a beef. It, and it's not Brian Pepper. Do not Google Brian Pepper. <laughs> and and I remember like they made a YouTube video. And it got a ridiculous amount of views. And it was on a nothing burger of a topic. And I became convinced at that point. (laughs) And I became convinced at that point. I think a lot of what YouTube does is that uh, either YouTube directs a lot of bot traffic to certain videos to inflate numbers. Or they just run up the view count. I I think that's what they do because there are certain videos on YouTube that are too that are too new to the platform. That are going to be up for a couple of days, and they're on a topic that nobody should care about. And that's not just me being uh, uh, egotistical and being like, "Oh, I don't care about this. Uh, nobody else should." But this topic was on something that I find uh, the general topic something I find very interesting. And again, ridiculous amount of views, like shocking amount of views for a topic like this, specifically like, uh... what it was, and. I, I'm convinced that YouTube played with it. I'm just there's, there's or I'm sorry. Bots play with it. It's just artificial. artificial view count or and I think that's what it is. But my my issue is not like, okay, when it comes to something like Chad Vader or any sort of parody or or any sort of fan creation, you hope. <laughs> I can't put enough quotation marks around that word. Quotation marks around that word. So I'm not even gonna try. But you do. You hope that when somebody creates something regarding to an IP, that uh, first and foremost they're doing it for the love of that thing. Like you like to hope that if somebody starts a a sports uh, sports YouTube channel, they're doing it because they love the, the game or just that world. They're not doing it solely for money. And I think that's the weird thing now, and this goes back to some some things too. Uh, when it, uh, stuff that I like, where you can just tell people are reading off the Wikipedia page. So like, I know people. You go on YouTube all the time, and you'll get recommended videos about X Y Z topic. And me as like a Titanic aficionado. I'll, I'll, something like that would be in my recommended. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll put it on as background noises. I'm like, I don't know, waiting for my my bread to toast in the toaster. And I'm watch, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this is just somebody reading the Wikipedia page. And I'm like, and yeah, it'll have like 800,000 views.
1: I very and- enjoy the ones where it's people talking about shows and stuff that I watch, and they're like, sound like they're passionate about it, and then mispronounce like the main character's name. <laughs> Those ones kill me, because I'm like, if you've watched an episode you'll know that that is not how they pronounce the name and it's not like some cutesy i'm pronouncing it weird it's no you you obviously have not watched it and you're just someone else wrote this and you're just the voice person
0: yeah exactly exactly that's that's bingo and i think that's what a lot of it is though like i said, that's sadly that's the reality of the situation and i do think that google and youtube pick favorites i think i, I think about it uh How does YouTube make money? They make money by advertisers. And so if I'm Procter & Gamble and I see that this video, the one I uh, mentioned before, has 2.7 million views. And okay, Procter & Gamble, we're going to put ads in front of your thing. But Procter & Gamble doesn't know if YouTube and Google are playing with the numbers. They don't know that. They're not privy to that data. Google YouTube doesn't have to give that up to them. So, like, that's my thing. It's like, I, I, I and as somebody who has has a couple of quote unquote successful videos on YouTube, um, like, like for example, for, again, Cinemati, so if anybody's interested, I think I mentioned at the end of last week's podcast, if you are a Disney theme park aficionado, I did a, uh, an interview with Dave Ensign and Matthew Serrano based on, um, the exploits of Hoot & Chief sneaking into the Epcot Horizons Pavilion. And in that interview I did with them, I um, took a snippet out of it, because if anybody here is in is plugged into the Disney theme park community, there's been this story going around that the buzzy animatronic at the Wonders of Life Pavilion was stolen. It's been, it's been a big controversy for the last, like I don't know, month. And in the interview with Dave Ensign, who is a Disney insider based on just his history with the company for the last almost 30 years he said oh i i know what happened to buzzy And in an interview he in an interview it's it's 90 seconds long he tell he told us me and matthew what happened to buzzy and I figured, oh, this is real. Like this is like cutting edge info. I'm gonna take the audio, making 90 second video out of it, and put it on YouTube. I titled it "Buzzy Found Interview with Matthew and Matthew Serrano and Dave Ensign," and it's a 90 second video. And it's been up now, I think, for maybe a week and a half, and it has 6,000 views. And I couldn't believe it. And what I think is interesting is that it's a ninety second video. There's no fat on it, and that there's no fluff. There's no uh uh. Smash that like button. Punch that bell to hear more. Nothing like that. And yet, for a ninety second long video that promises exactly what the title claims, it's going to be. You know what the retention rate is on it? It's like thirty percent from start to finish, and that's what it comes down to with a lot of this is that just because something has a lot of views doesn't mean that it has an audience.
1: That's it, why ads are now popping up in the middle of videos
0: or they pop. Well, you get ads are in the
1: beginning, of course. Yeah. And I think but, that's but more popular ones. I've noticed will have them pop up in the middle. Cause when I was watching Chad Vader, they'd randomly pop up in like the middle of stuff.
0: Anyway, no, this like I said, I, you know, like I said Chad Vader, uh, I guess we'll get back. I can, yeah, you, YouTube's a mess, folks. I, I, I think YouTube plays with a lot of stuff. Uh, anybody who's trying to get YouTube rich either really knows what they're doing or they just stumbled into it. It's I, – I, I, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Anybody who's getting rich off Google YouTube is doing it because they have an in with Google YouTube or they just stumbled into it. It's one or the other. Who knows? But uh, no, getting back to Chad Vader – and what Zenger brought up about six hours ago was the fact that when he, at one point in season one, he gets let go from the co-op. Wait,
1: this, this has literally been six hours of recording people. Help, help. <laughs> <laughs> An hour
0: long of a Chad Vader episode. Oh my God. I don't I think if I told myself as a freshman in high school, I never would have believed it. Like I like to, I, I like having these little scenarios in my head where I, I imagine myself younger having like a Christmas carol ghost of Christmas by future incident where like like little old like 14 year old me gets a, a vision of the future like in 13 years you'll be recording a podcast on a friday night with a guy that wants to play playing dungeons and dragons
1: instead of talking to you no on friday nights it's playing magic <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah
0: but no like, like, like no i, I could oh,
1: sorry man. Let me correct that one more time. People I play against play magic. I go out and I win. There's a Oh, deck. snap. Don't
0: Google Brian Pepper.
1: <laughs> Hear that? That was a deck drop.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, dear. Uh, no, so By like, the I... way, I do have a moment of Zang for the end of this. Just, oh, just boy. That.
0: The moment of Zang is stop listening to the Knights of Vader podcast. <laughs> That'll be the the final moment of saying on the last Knights uh, <laughs> of Vader podcast episodes ever. Is it this week? You will never know. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, it's like I could never Buy imagine our mugs. about this. Buy our mugs. No, those are no, those are already all all reserved. At this point, uh, the first. Oh yeah, I guess we should say that the first run of Knights of Vader mugs. Sh- I should have them by the time this episode is out. And it was uh, a, yeah,
1: it was a rousing success.
0: Yes, right? a, a a whopping. Uh, how many mugs did I buy? Seven.
1: seven? A whopping
0: seven mugs. So, Success
1: uh, can be measured in small amounts. Yes,
0: I, I get to imagine like
1: like 40, 50 years
0: from now, like when everybody like, like everybody who bought our mugs is like like having like an estate, like their their children are having an estate sale, and like some person's like at the girl at the table and says like "Nice Vader mug." It's like, what's that?
1: I. It, I... I I've, I've already tried to figure out what I'm gonna do when it's like years from now and I have all this Zingness merchandise lying around. I can only hope that when people see like the Knights of Vader
0: stuff, they're gonna think of it like it's gonna be like um like a current version of E Bomb's world. It's like you type <laughs> in Knights of Vader into Google and you get like some weird like off brand porno site. <laughs> and virus. And virus, some Trojan or whoever the, the 60, 70 year from now version of a uh Trojan is. You got zinged. <laughs> <laughs> that point. that's what we call viruses zangs zangs yeah you just got zanged. but yes yeah, chad vader like at the costume yeah like, the costume is cool and even like some of the touches like zanger said when he has his other jobs. i think he was he had like five other jobs during yeah he week? has a
1: different job every day and it all ends the same with them going it's it's not gonna work out
0: it's not going to work out, but no. One of the be- I think one of the best ones of that entire sequence is, is that he um, gets the job. What fixing the uh,
1: photocopiers? Yeah. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What what a cathartic thing to happen there.
0: No, I, yes, that's everybody at their li- in their life at some point has had a, a frustrating incident with a
1: photocopier.
0: But I think the part that's really clever about that, like Zenger. Oh no, have- I.
1: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think I know where you're going. I hope I know where you're going. Please well, you have there. you have Chad
0: Vader there and he has he has the same thing. He has the half what, like the half breastplate with the half tie. Yeah, he has yeah he has a suit on and he's sitting there trying to fix the photocopier with the lightsaber. And while he's doing this, and, and I think it holds up pretty well for something made in 2006, is that while he's doing this, you can see pieces of the photocopier flying into the air,
1: kind of like some maybe his um his grandson. That's what that, that that's what I thought of. I'm like, oh man, this is like just what you like mean, what do you mean grandson? The, oh, okay, Ky- yeah, Ky- Kylo Ren. Got it. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my gosh, how did they predict what Kylo Ren was going to do so many years ago?" So, Zanger, what you're
0: saying is that JJ,
1: another thing JJ ripped off, was Chad Vader. Yes. Secretly, he was sitting there, and he's like, "I know what I must take." This
0: <laughs> after he no ripped, one ripped one off you,
1: After no he ripped one off will the original <laughs>
0: after i rip off the original trilogy i will rip off the very next thing it will be he has like, has like a little like a roulette wheel he spins it it goes tick 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 and like it goes it's right your there.
1: internet video
0: no, it goes and it goes tick tick tick. It slows down your holiday special, and JJ starts like blank like, like just like, like like biting his nails and like gritting his teeth. And he goes tick tick. Obscure
1: Chad Vader video. He goes, "Whoo, dodge that!" Boy. No one's no one's gonna know what this is. is. What this reference is?
0: Well, you all know that there's like Star Wars parody that again it was popular. Again, interesting that it didn't go anywhere in the sense it didn't inspire anybody. Remember uh, SNL, Matt, the radar technician.
1: Oh yeah, undercover boss Kylo Ren. That 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 needs to be its own episode.
0: Ew, that might be another one of these where it's like, oh, we'll talk about we'll talk about
1: SNL for an hour. Okay, We we gotta do like shorts, like like a few. are just a handful of different shorts.
0: The only problem with that, though, is that the SEO would be horrible because, like, if we just do like Star Wars shorts. Like, what does that mean? Like, at least if we give it the title, people will know what it is. That's like the weird sort of catch twenty two. Is like, if we devote just one episode to it, people will know. Like, oh, I know what this is. But if we just give it something ambiguous, people will be like, I don't know what that is. That could be anything. Next, see, folks, that's what podcasting eventually does. You stop caring about your love of the topic, and you start trying to balance things to like maximize how like exposure. And a uh, uh, viewer
1: retention, kind of like YouTube. Kinda and like we've YouTube. come full circle, full
0: circle. YouTube, uh, yeah, we've been talking for like an hour. And with Chad Vader, it's like, I i don't know how much there is to like, I what again, I, I mean, talk about I'm
1: pretty it. sure if you watch the rest of the series, there'd be more too, but I didn't even realize that, like, that was like a, a little, like, wow for me moment because I was like, oh my gosh if I wanted to, there's more to this than just like, cause I thought it was going to be like a, like just two or three videos. And that was it. And I was like, wait, there's a whole season one. Yeah. We're, we're going to do season one. Yeah. I think that was good.
0: Like anything, the first season of any sort of program show is usually at its most pure because it's just, we're, we're birthing this thing into the wild and we have, and there's no preconceived notions about it. There's no expectations either way, good or bad. And you don't, like, yeah, there is this kind of just, it's, oh, it's, you,
1: there's no burning Oh, no, you. the seagulls got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's kind of like the little turtles hatching, like, on the beach and then making their way toward the water. It's like, okay, it's like, go, baby turtles, go! It's like, it's just the idea that, like, it's just new. Oh, God,
1: the, oh, God, the Neckbeard True fans are coming for him. <laughs> out oh. my Star Wars. <laughs>
0: All right, someone needs to Photoshop that. Take like uh, a thing, like, somebody, like somebody stepping on the baby turtles, and it's like, and it's like and it's every one of them's labeled.
1: Star Wars properties.
0: No, actually, okay, let me rephrase that. What it should be is different Star Wars video <laughs> games, and the foot says EA. <laughs> it's EA just stepping on them.
1: <laughs> oh man, see if too can close to time. home for me. Second,
0: like, we should have a segment every week. Uh, uh, list of uh, Star Wars video games that were canceled this week. <laughs>
1: oh man I'm pretty Uh, sure I could find a list somewhere of different games that were cancelled we could probably have 52 I'm sure we could do 52 in one each week it would not be that hard in (laughs) memoriam
0: But yeah, like, that's the thing about Chad Vader, though. Is, like, I don't know. Like, I, I've only seen, like, all of season one. Like, I, I, I remembered some of the stuff in the first two episodes as I was rewatching I, it.
1: I do, morning. too, but that's the thing. I never realized there was more to it, so. Well, because I f- if my understanding of this is correct, is that they made the first
0: season, and they didn't really go back to it until, like, what, 2008?
1: Yeah, late, much later.
0: Yeah, so, like, so if you, like, so back during that 2006 period... You and I would be watching this. We'd watch it and be like, "Okay, cool, whatever." Uh, this-
1: Star Wars video.
0: Well, yeah, I think that's like I know everybody talks about like the dark times of Star Wars being like eighty four to like ninety one ish. Like this is like right before the Thrawn trilogy came out. Like, oh, there was there was nothing. Like there was a couple of things sprinkled in though, but but like nothing major and. Even though obviously 2006 to 2013 wasn't nowhere near as bad as it You had Clone Wars, you had Force Unleashed You had uh, the toys were still being churned out Some of the best toys were made during that time period and But at the same time, no, there was this kind of like eerie quietness It was like, so what's going to happen next in 2006? Because at that time... There was no Clone Wars, and I, yes, Lucas was always threatening the, the, a Clone War series and the live action TV series, and but there was this kind of idea of well, what's next? The Force Unleashed hadn't really like we knew that was coming. I, I remember I think it was Toy Fair 2007. They were showing all the toys from that. There really was this weird sort of calm. Like late 2006 Getting excited Because there was like A brand new like Multipack of figures Coming out I remember like Going to like Target And asking the guy Because I had like The SKU number And being like Oh can you like Look this up for me and It was like Mace Windu With like purple clone troopers And it's like Oh cool And that was like The pinnacle of exciting In Star Wars At that time for me Because there really Wasn't anything else And I think Maybe that's another reason why that like we don't get any sort of parodies of Star Wars anymore. Is that like, ha- like Star Wars is in constant motion. Plus, I think we've talked about it already that like you can't laugh at Star Wars anymore. You just it's just we're not. That's the we- one thing that everybody seems to agree upon that you can't mock Star Wars. And it's plus like if Zenger, if you and I were gonna make a modern, let, let's say we were gonna do a new Chad Vader, and I don't mean like
1: a continuation, but but
0: like do a parody, our own in this parody
1: sense. of Star Wars.
0: Yeah. Like where would we even begin? Like like what would we try to do?
1: And we can't take from anything else.
0: Uh what do you mean by that?
1: Uh, I would just automatically say, Get me Seth McFarlane.
0: <laughs> Dialogue Seth McFarlane and Brendan Hay.
1: Yeah. Get them get them, Seth Green. Actually, we don't even need to. Just give me the script for your show. <laughs> give them to me. <laughs>
0: all seriousness does like an academic exercise let's say i wrote you a check for ten thousand dollars and said make me a star wars parody oh where would you even where would you even begin for an idea like would it be kylo ren would it be something like a first order related or would you go back to the original trilogy
1: original i feel like that's the best like area for parody but the other problem is it's been done so much too so you run the risk of it's been done so much. but is it worth? Ah, it's a confusing that's, one.
0: But that's what like, that was something I was pondering for the last basically today. And I'm trying to think like what the last night. today. <laughs> well, when I asked Zenger how much of Chad Vader I needed to watch this morning, and he's like season one. It was like seven a.m. So <laughs> for the last fifteen hours, I, I was thinking about that. And I'm like, for a Star Wars parody, I wouldn't know where to begin. I genuinely, like, I, I feel the low-hanging fruit would be Kylo Ren. And maybe I, it's because I have that Matt the Radar Technician thing in the back of my head.
1: But well, it's- as much as I hate The Office, I'm like, do The Office. But with Star Wars, like, Imperials. Yeah. Like, like that, and yeah, then, that- then have a flip-flop to where you see the Rebels, too. And it's the joke of, they're not that different because they're all dealing with the same crap. And then have them comment like don't have any of the high budget talent in there, but have them commenting on oh did you hear about this guy that blew up the Death Star? Some farm kid from Tat like just the joke. And now I've realized those jokes have already been done. Well, yeah,
0: actually I, I, I was even thinking about doing something like uh, like more like the bounty hunters and the the the, the, the scum and villainy of Star Wars. And when I think of that, the first thing I think of is robot chicken.
1: Because like have- you make because you make Boba Fett a complete and competent jag who can't do anything right. But no, he thinks he's the he's the living end of everything, so well <laughs> he, I'm I'm sorry. They did the best version of it. Like that is the best version of Boba Fett. Is the he thinks he's the most amazing thing to ever exist and it's just he just kind of dumb lucks his way into everything.
0: And well, and the sad part about that is that unfortunately that's the, the largest amount of character development we have with Boba Fett now in the new Canon. Cause in that stupid point of view book, that's essentially what he is as a character. Oh God, that's, ugh. but like, I was even thinking about like the scene from uh, a robot chicken where it's Ponda Babu and Dr. Evazon and Panda Ponda Babu like sitting there And he, like, taps Luke on the shoulder, and it's like, excuse me, friend, I think you dropped your wallet. And Dr. Everson's like, my friend doesn't like you. And and obviously the captions of Ponda Baba say, like, I would never say something like that. We have that sentence on 12 systems. And, like, obviously this whole thing, and, like, what was it, Ponda Baba's, like, uh, an architect? Yeah. That's, like, on the verge of a big... Like, that's the sort of thing, like, I I don't even... I, I might have just... Imagine this. I'm not sure if it's true, but wasn't there a robot chicken sketch of like all the bounty hunters on the bridge of the uh, Super Star Destroyer after Vader like walks away? They all go like racing to their ships to go start chasing the Millennium Falcon. I feel but, like there is. Yeah, it's like, like Bosk is like, why am I the only one who took my shoes off for this? He's like trying to put his shoes on real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we have like IG 88 just sitting there like twirling its arms, not moving because it was, it's like I wasn't designed to move. And like that's the sort of thing like I would love to do as a Star Wars parody is like do like a um it's a mad, mad, mad world, but it's the bounty hunters in the Empire Strikes Back trying to get to Han Solo in the Millennium Falcon. Like I would love to do that as a parody, but it's like, oh, robot chickens already done it in a sense. And that's yeah. not to say you couldn't do it differently. It's not just cause they already kind of like tapped it initially, the idea you couldn't ever Dig de- uh, deeper into it, but I, like you say, I do think there is there like, a lot of the the best. Like, if Star Wars parody ideas are a a meadow of flowers, the best ones have been picked
1: a long time ago. I'm not disagreeing with you, but that's I mean that's that's the thing. It's taking that. I don't know. It's uh... look
0: at um, the Force Awakens. Is that like? You can't parody The Force Awakens because it's such a retread. It's so
1: derivative.
0: There's nothing the, there. The only thing you could do. do
1: is have some character sitting there pointing it out.
0: That's what I mean. Like you, you have to go for the low hanging fruit. Yeah. Like like but like you know, I, okay, this is an idea I just um had pop into my head.
1: Like, or the character like- sitting there going, This feels like like the like the deja vu joke of not even having a character point having the characters themselves keep pointing it out. Yeah. But like even somehow meta the, meta meta knowing that it this has all been done before.
0: Yeah. But like even like I just again off the top of my head, like I think there'd be it'd be a fun maybe, I don't know, uh, SNL skit, I don't know, another robot checking however you want, whatever media you want to do or medium. Like you could do a great one, like doing like like a faux National Geographic special on like the life and time or like the life of Luke Skywalker on Octo. So, like I said, that's that's Chad Vader. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Chad Vader?
1: Um, I almost have I'm have tempted to force you to do the um, the other YouTube video now because I'm afraid that I'm not going to get be able to pry it out of you later. What does that mean? It's called the Sith Apprentice. Oh, we'll, we'll save that for another day. Okay. <laughs> only, I can not have
0: so much Star Wars fan creation in one day.
1: Because, I mean, I, I will rewatch this. It's from 2005. It holds up, too. Does it? Sure. I mean, <laughs> graphically, no. Humor and stuff, yes. Okay.
0: Well, we'll get to it. Like it's We want to do at least one of these a year. I'm sorry. A month. One of, one of these a month, yes. <laughs> Except for December. December, I'm almost certain that we won't have time to get around to it in December.
1: No, there's there's too many things you have to do in December now. Oh, my lord. Star Wars. Oh, my god. I can, how are we going to do... Like,
0: an all on We
1: need extra weeks in December. Yeah, I know. We might
0: have to start... Oh, my lord. Oh, oh, oh people, I want to give you a prediction. I'm going to make a prediction right now. Uh, too much Star Wars content coming out at the end of this year. Making your prediction right now. I am like 99% certain this is going to happen. Um, Wars Save is getting pushed to 2020. Put it in, put in, put in out there right now. I am almost taking certain, all bets,
1: taking all bets.
0: Yep. I, I am almost there's too much stuff coming out at the end of the year. Between, I think it's also weird that Mandalorian and Episode Nine are coming out so close to each other. Plus, sprinkle in that you have Star Wars Resistance Season Two. You're gonna have at least a couple of books coming out at the end of the year. You're gonna have Jedi Fallen. Think about it. Um, you're going to have Jedi Fallen Order, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Florida, Episode 9, and The Mandalorian I mean, it's all on the edge. Out, and all coming out within the month of each other. There is no way Clone Wars Saved comes out within that time period. Nope, nope. It might come out like January 5th, but, uh, but I'm saying Clone Wars Saved, I, I am almost 100% certain getting pushed to 2020. I have no inside knowledge, but just throwing it out there as a prediction, but pretty certain of that. that, That's not going to be a a 2019 thing. Too much stuff's coming out. We have such a glut of Star Wars stuff coming out at the end of this year. Don't think everything's going to be able to breathe. In, in Clone Wars say this. like Mandalorians could be the flagship of the streaming service. That's the vibe I'm getting. Considering that we don't, we have not heard anything else about that Loki or Scarlet Witch TV series based off the MCU. So, yeah, like Mandalorians could be the flagship. Fall in Order, if it doesn't get canceled, will come out in November, and then we get episode nine. So it's it's going to be a, a fun few months.
1: They're actually big, fun. Big, big if on that um canceled thing there.
0: <laughs> yeah, there might not be a Star Wars game. Maybe, maybe if uh, Fallen, Fallen Kingdom or Fallen Orders cancel,
1: maybe we'll we'll get Clone Wars saved instead. I'm not doing it as a sacrificial lamb. I refuse to. <laughs> I'm not even excited for that game until I see
0: until I see something. Like it's like how do you get excited for something you literally know nothing about?
1: I mean, I I just want a Star Wars game. I just want a Star Wars game. You you have them. It's called I, I Battlefront. Know. I know. I have Battlefront. I have um. Force Unleashed, which we didn't even mention uh, the connection there.
0: Oh, so we did.
1: No, there's another connection. There's actually an achievement called "Worst Day Manager Ever."
0: Oh yes, yes, yes. How could I
1: forget that? You kill fifteen. Uh, if if you kill it's ten or fifteen troops, you get the "Worst Day Shift Manager Ever" achievement, referring to Chad Vader. Yeah,
0: how do you believe it? It's so funny I couldn't even imagine that happening today with Disney like I, I I can't imagine like Disney paying homage or reference like it'd just be like, like that's below them
1: and that's the sad thing yeah we all They're, wanted Disney and now that we got him it's like hey can we can we maybe go back can, yeah. can I get can I get detours like, that'd be like get my so quest f- with this podcast is to get detours I think we're not not for the public just me. Just me. Not even Zach. I just want to get it. I'm surprised that Detours hasn't leaked. I, I thought you said, I'm surprised you're not pushing that more. It's been my only reason I keep showing back up here. <laughs> that in <and> the mug. <laughs> the mug. Oh man, what a crappy reason to be on this. Very little return. <laughs> I show up, because once once I once I get it, I'm gone. I'm ghost. I'm out. So that's, I'll have that's- that. Well, the way Disney's
0: going, Zenger's going to be stuck here for a long, long time, folks.
1: What if so, just going to be screaming, give it to me?
0: Star Wars Detours is another one of those things where, like, I don't know how that would get aired. Because isn't it, from what we've seen, isn't there, like, some sexist things in that or something? Isn't there something oh, that's, like, yeah.
1: demeaning to women where it's like, oh, that would, uh, that Obi-Wan definitely. Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, hits on, like, tries to use the Force to hit on chicks. I know oh, in the okay. one I saw constantly.
0: Um, yeah that, that
1: Leia is portrayed as basically a not terrible Kardashian ripoff, yeah, and by not terrible, I mean they're terrible. so yeah. oh, another update I guess it is kind of like the the update portion. I feel like Robert stack
0: update. I know a couple of weeks ago we talked or maybe even a couple months ago oh, wow,
1: you're presenting it that way too. cool.
0: I know like during the whole like and we're going back in time a little bit with like the uh, 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 Brett Kavanaugh that whole thing that Rachel Butera who did the voice for Prince or for General Leia in resistance there was kind of like uh oh was Disney gonna fire her and that story kind of fizzled out and then like a couple months ago I read that somebody like freeze frame the credits and there is a different voice actor for General Leia now than Rachel Butera so they did so it seems unceremoniously and very quietly uh, Lucasfilm Disney removed her from resistance I, I didn't see anybody I didn't see the Star Wars podcasting cartel uh, proclaiming the scalp as they collected it but just want to let people know that Rachel Butera was uh, removed from the show or at least evidence points in that direction yeah, evidence at least points in that direction never got a formal announcement so who knows but Yet. There, yeah, we're no, no, yet yeah, we're not getting that at all. Oh. She's in the same place right now at Lucasfilm as Star Wars detours. Is. Once you get removed from a project, you sit in the same broom closet as uh, all these other things that have been shelved. You're, you got, there's a little, there's a little cubby hole at Lucasfilm that has uh, Star Wars detours in it, uh, all the canceled EA
1: games. Uh, 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 what's another one? Ewok escapades. A little box that says Zinger's Hopes and Dreams. <laughs>
0: <sighs> one day zenger one day hopefully it'll leak if, if it gives you any hope if, anybody, if we have any music fans there was the uh infamous will smith uh nightmare on my street music video that like never got released for like 20 something years might be even longer might have been 30 years and just this past like fall it, like a
1: really grainy like vhs quality leaked on youtube after like 30 years so, so in my quest i figured out how i'm gonna do this I'm gonna become friends with uh, Seth Green.
0: I don't think he have access to it. I don't think he does.
1: I'm gonna become friends with George Lucas.
0: <laughs> I don't think he has access either. He he could get access, but I don't think he'd want to.
1: Sanger! Okay, George Sanger. Lucas, hawkis. Hostage.
0: S- Sanger, million dollar idea. I got. I figured out our parody spoof. Yeah. Fanboys, but instead of us trying to get the Phantom Menace, we break into
1: Lucasfilm <laughs> to get Star Wars detours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I got the greatest idea. We 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 keep on running into other people, and we have to go on detours. And it, and and every time someone has to look straight into the camera and say it. So would this be a detour? A forced de- Star Wars forced detours, yeah. just like we always pitched. Oh man, folks!
0: All right, okay. Who want? Okay, now we have all that sweet, sweet uh, at cost money. mug money. <laughs> <laughs> How, how are we going to fund this? Who, who wants to write Zenger and I a check for $100,000 to make this into
1: reality? And you know what? If we make it and they threaten us, my legal action is just show me the tapes. <laughs> <sighs> I'll get what That's I want weird. no matter what. This is awesome. It's a win-win for Zenger. And a lose-lose for everyone else involved. Just the way I like it. Remember, folks, we do have it on record. One of the
0: co creator or co-writers of of, for, of Detours did say that he did create it for Zenger.
1: Yes. Yes. My um, – oh, man, that that is an old episode where we talk go, – go listen to that episode. Apparently, I was, like, on point that entire episode of what exactly Detours was. Because if I remember correctly, wasn't it me just arguing against everyone else that it was perfect? Well, okay, Jim didn't like it.
0: Okay, I don't know why we're recapping an episode, but <laughs> basically what it Perfect. was was it, Jim didn't like it and needed um, it to be explained to him why he should like it, which Edgar, <laughs> I think did pretty convincingly. And I think I was kind of indifferent on it. I, I couldn't really figure it out at the time. I, I definitely have a better grasp on it now than I did back then. So I yeah, keep go talking to, about it. Yeah, but there was a period where you kind of didn't mention
1: it that often it comes it comes and goes
0: yeah, it comes and goes okay like anything else, but
1: yeah that, the I think closer I feel I am to obtaining it, the more I'll talk about it well that episode That
0: episode's titled um disgrace Star Wars projects and that's where we talked about detours, ice Capades, and Star Wars hyperspace hoopla
1: um by the way, did not care about two out of the three of those cannot imagine which ones
0: <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can't tell that when you listen to the episode either. <laughs> Oh, boy, Zenger. So, Zanger, anything else about Chad Vader, or should we wrap
1: this up? No, uh, uh, go go back. If you're a Star Wars fan and that, that did not ring a bell, and if us talking about it for the past hour, yeah, well, let's say know. hour. Let's say an hour it hasn't dissuaded you. Go watch, like, go watch at least the first season. Definitely watch the first episode. It's fun. It's from a completely different time and place from maybe some of you Star Wars fans are used to.
0: I I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Check it out. It's different. It's it's different.
1: It it truly comes from a time that I don't think is obtainable right now. And I don't mean that to be super negative. I just mean that as like, I just don't see how Star Wars can get back to that point in its current iteration. So i don't know how we i don't know how we get back to their societies and who would have thought that we'd look back to
0: the mid-2000s as a quiet time <laughs> it's, it's just oh I, I think back to 2006 and i think of just like oh it's tranquil like nothing nothing's upsetting it's like yes there's things going on but like it wasn't the end of the world
1: Checking on a later on- note to me in 2000 and now um GameStop apparently um floundering right now not gonna say it's any relevance to me not working for them anymore. You know, that's, I, actually, that's gonna be eight years ago soon. I
0: like to imagine when Zenger goes back and does his uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, Christmas Carol, Ghost of Christmas Future. He shows himself that GameStop will be going out of business like
1: ten years later, <laughs> and he'll be sitting there going, "I did it. <laughs> you had nothing to do with it. You conceited bastard." <laughs>
0: oh dear so on that note this concludes the knights of vader a star wars podcast check out our facebook group type in knights of vader in the facebook and chances are you will find us find us also on instagram at kov podcast if you like what you hear please rate review subscribe to us on itunes or whatever podcasting platform you are currently listening to us on Thank you to superiority Complex for providing our theme song. Check out the show notes to hear more from them. For questions, comments, concerns, or snide remarks, contact me, Zach, on Twitter, at Cinematis, or in the Facebook group, where I'm always lurking. And you can come hear me talk about movies on the Cinematis podcast, where we have moved on to a new series. We are talking about music videos. And this week, we will be discussing the music videos of Rob's... Well, what have, rob's many favorite bands animal collective
1: are you doing that one tool video I don't, Nation?
0: I don't know if, if, if it involves tool and rob suggested it there's a very real possibility that we'll be doing it
1: uh, have fun yeah I, <laughs> funny he
0: told me that exact same thing a couple <laughs> weeks ago
1: uh,
0: oh man Alrighty, righty Zenger, where people find you when you're not
1: Writing hate letters to Lucasfilm about Star Wars detours. No, I'm just writing writing hate letters to anyone about Star Wars detours. They they don't go directly to Lucas. I send them out to random addresses. People need to know. Singer's that person that sends out like the clip art of or the, the clipping of uh, magazine letters. Where is detours? <laughs> <laughs> just the random people have nothing to do with Star Wars. They scan the mail. Oh, honey, we got another letter. <laughs> detours. Oh no. <laughs> Is this, is this we the, better get it to this guy. He seems upset. Is this the Mickey
0: and Minnie Mouse household by any chance? No,
1: it's just me doing an old woman <laughs> voice. That apparently is just my Mickey Mouse impression, too.
0: I like to imagine Zanger goes to Walt Disney World and starts screaming at the poor like intern in the Mickey Mouse costume. Just grabbing Star him, Wars shaking detours?
1: him. Where's detours? Give it to me. Get off my plane. I just <laughs> I just
0: turn into Harrison Ford. What you do is you crash your plane into Disney World then proceed to talk like Harrison Ford. Oh, like you got to be in character.
1: <laughs> oh, perfect. They're like, "Oh god, Ford's back."
0: That's going to be a new ride at Galaxy's Edge. That's that was the original incarnation of uh the the and Falcon ride was ride Harrison Ford's airplane. <laughs> You know the
1: restaurants where it's got, like, a car sticking out of the side of it? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man, fuck me, broke Zanger. <laughs> the thing that makes me most enjoyed about this whole thing is I know he's in the Alexa thing, and they're just playing up that he's just angry. <laughs> <laughs> the the new Alexa promo that will be airing during the Super Bowl and it's just playing up the fact that he's angry. So I'm so excited for that. You find me screaming about other nerdy topics over on Zingness. Yes. I'm Zinger lazier not- about that promo, so probably next week's just gonna be Zingness. I'm just gonna go Zingness and then just that's it. And that's it.
0: Where well, yep. Zenger
1: will not be watching Mandy or the Crimes of Grundwald. Uh soon, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, By the way, we um we did have it on the other... I had it on the other day, and Quinn noticed it as a Harry Potter movie. Oh!
0: Uh, and it was
1: funny, because it was just them, like, just in a room. Like, I don't know how she caught that it was a Harry Potter movie. That quickly. Interesting. Interesting. No, but still does not recognize Re- uh, Resistance as Star Wars.
0: Hmm.
1: Child knows oh. all. Quinn is the beacon of the future. Tap her... Show her Star Wars detours. I, I, okay, I will, I will, um, have information on that next week. Zanger, what is our
0: moment of Zang?
1: Don't Google Brian Peppers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's, that's good. Or don't just uh, actually don't do any of the following things you heard about. Don't Google Brian Peppers. Don't go to e-bombs world. Don't go to that other site that Zach would not fess up to what it was. No, don't don't go to that site. Just don't go to anything that's from the early 2000s, I mean the mid-2000s, and that was on the internet. It's best even when you think about Brian Pepper to unplug your modem. (laughs) Take
0: the temptation to have it entirely. You know what? I have Alexa
1: Alexa in this room, and I fear, oh god, she's turned on. (laughs) She might have heard me say Brian Pepper. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, now you really do. Now Amazon knows, and and they're tying it to you. Oh, God, I don't want to know what, what they're going to recommend for me to purchase now.
0: All right, everybody, have a good night.
1: Bye. Hope that's one of them. What the My Little Pony thing? Oh,
0: whoever, whoever, recording.
1: It's 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 Ellie wandering around. Hey, are you recording? It's Star Wars. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? He's embarrassed. I'm pretty sure, and he, he Zach, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Trying to hide it. This yes, like your know, secret obsession. Record. Yes, it is. Closeted Star Wars podcast. <laughs> Yes, it's my Secret Obsession episode. Oh, great, this is recording, too. Oh, man, B-roll,
0: B-roll, 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 B-roll.